Welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. This program is dedicated to helping you better understand the Word of God and the doctrines of grace. The Bible tells us, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the Word of Truth. Get your Bible and coffee ready and prepare to study along. Here's your host with today's lesson, Pastor Keith Foskey. Welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey and I am a Calvinist. Thank you for listening to the program today. It is August the 24th, 2020. And if you're following along in our daily Bible reading today, you're going to be reading from Acts chapter 23. If you'd like to get a copy of our daily Bible reading sheet, you can go to our website at Sovereign Grace Family Church. That's sgfcjax.org. You can download a copy of that sheet and read along with our daily Bible reading. Also, keep this in mind, if you are in the Jacksonville area this coming Lord's Day, we would love to have you come and visit with us at Sovereign Grace Family Church. We have Sunday school at 9.30 and we worship at 10.30. Well, on today's program, I'm going to be doing something quite different than I have done in the past. Uh, Over the last several weeks I have talked about my journey to Calvinism. I've talked about how our church became Calvinistic and I even gave some answers to some of the common objections to Calvinism. But today I'm going to be taking and going a different direction because today I'm going to be responding to a video that came across my newsfeed just uh, a short time ago. There was a video posted by the Reverend Jim Wallace. Now I had never heard of Jim Wallace before this video came out and the video was produced by Now This. Now This is a um, is an online network that posts videos about social issues and Um, Now this usually has a very leftward leaning uh, uh, focus and so when I see now this videos pop up I you know I kind of know what I'm getting into and yet this one caught my attention because it basically said that it was a, a Christian minister and he was going to challenge Christians on how they were going to be voting uh, this November. And so far on Coffee with a Calvinist, I have not tried to make any political statements, but as a person who teaches the Bible, I cannot help but make statements that are moral in nature because the Bible speaks to issues that are moral and ethical. And I cannot help but to speak on matters of truth and error. And what I heard from Mr. Wallace, uh, he identifies as Reverend Wallace, what I heard from him is a lot of error. Now, not everything that he says is wrong, and I want to be clear up front that I want to give grace where it is deserved. I want to give grace um, to him as a human being, as a As a man who identifies himself as a Christian, though I don't know what his particular uh, 
what his particular beliefs are. A lot of people say that they are Christians. A lot of people say that they are ministers. But uh, and what I'll say about this, this is this is his. Um, this is a little blurb about him that I found online. It says uh, James E. Wallace Jr., born June 4th, 1948, is an American theologian, writer, teacher, and political activist. He is best known as the founder and editor of Sojourners Magazine and as the founder of the Washington, D.C.-based Christian community of the same name. Wallace is well known for his advocacy on issues of peace and social Justice And although Wallace actively eschews political labels, he describes himself as an evangelical and is often associated with the evangelical left and the wider Christian left. He worked as a spiritual advisor to President Barack Obama. He is also a leader in the Red Letter Christian Movement. So that gives a little bit of a, uh, a little synopsis uh, as to who he is. And this video is about six minutes long and so it's not a, a long long video but a lot is said in this six minutes and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the whole thing um, because uh, it, it, I think it would be difficult to listen to the whole thing and, and then go back and respond to it piece by piece what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play portions of it and uh, you, you're welcome to look it up. Again, it's Jim Wallace. Now this, it's, it's readily available for anyone to go and look up and listen to the whole audio file or watch the whole video. Um, but what we're going to do on today's episode of Coffee with a Calvinist, because I consider this part one, I don't know how long it's going to take to get through all six minutes, uh, but I know we're not going to get through it all today. Um, but what I want to do on today's program is I want to just play the first few minutes, uh, really the first maybe minute to two minutes of what he says, give you an idea of what he is saying, and I want to go ahead and respond. Now, here's something to note. The very first thing that the video will do is it takes uh, about a 15-second clip, and it, and it introduces him with this little clip. And you'll hear what it's going to say in just a moment. And then it goes into the statement that lasts about five minutes. So we're going to listen to this starting at the beginning. I'm going to be stopping as we go, making commentary, uh, giving some responses. And I'm going to do this today, tomorrow, possibly uh, a third day, depending on how long this particular uh, how, how, how long I talk regarding these things. So uh, we're going to begin by turning it over to the video, and I'm going to start that video right now. To be a Christian is more than your stance on abortion and same-sex marriage. That was the part I was talking about. That That is immediately... Um, it's now going to go into his statement, but but you, you you hear right away what he's saying. Your to be a Christian is more than your position on um, on same-sex marriage and abortion. And honestly, just that I, I could deal with just that because uh, if you think about it, that, that statement by itself is not true. Being a Christian is more than our position on abortion and same-sex marriage. But as everyone knows, those two issues are among the most 
uh, important issues right now because of, and, and I'll, I'll give you the reasons why. Abortion is the human rights issue of our day. There are thousands of innocent babies being murdered in the womb every day. And since the Supreme Court gave essentially permission for women to have unrestricted abortions uh, with the Roe versus Wade decision, since that time, there have been millions and millions and millions of babies whose lives have been snuffed out, who have been murdered in the womb, and for someone to say that you, your Christianity is more than your view on abortion would be tantamount to going back to the time of the, the, the Holocaust and saying your position, your Christianity is more than your position on murdering Jews. And while someone might make that argument, it, I believe it wouldn't stand the test of real scrutiny because this was the, the human rights issue of that time and the human rights issue of this time is abortion. And so to, to say that it's, it, it's more than abortion, I, I, think you could, I think that's possible to say, but, but I'm not going to give too much ground on this because if, if a person comes out and states emphatically that they are for abortion, that they are pro-abortion. Now, they may call themselves pro-choice, but that is just a, that is a language trick. That is not the case. It's not about choice. It's about the, the only choice of murdering the child. And they are, I mean, I remember uh, so many of the uh, uh, political uh, candidates being asked, you know, what is your position? My position, they will often say that my position is for women's reproductive rights, which is a, which is a canard because this isn't about reproductive rights. This is about the right to murder a child in the womb. Sometimes the, the belief is that the child can be murdered all the way up to the point of birth, that a child can be murdered and this is legal in some places in the United States that a child can be aborted all the way up to the point where that child would be born. And so the, the idea that this shouldn't be the only issue, this has to be a major issue for Christians. And to put it, and what we're going to see as we go through this, what we're going to hear Mr. Wallace do is we're going to hear him basically put this on the back burner and essentially say this is you know the, the, the more important thing right now he's going to say is white nationalism and racism you'll hear this as we go um, but he's going to say you know you can't just make everything about abortion I, I disagree I think I think we have to I, we have to take a stand on 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 at, at least the murder of babies. Um, is has to be 
a uh, a point of no return for Christians. A, a Christian cannot support someone who is intentionally and purposefully for the slaughter of unborn children. Um, that's absolutely. 100% I disagree with him on this and and that's and that's the reason why but he also says he, he says uh, same-sex marriage he throws that in as well it's more than your position on abortion and same-sex marriage well let, let me say this about that because the 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 issue is with that same-sex marriage is part of a larger problem of the 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 rise in the glorification of the homosexual lifestyle and the Christian cannot in, in, in keeping with the faith of the scriptures, the Christian cannot support a homosexual lifestyle. The Christian cannot say that that is right, that that is wholesome, that that is good, that that is God's plan because those things are not true. Now I understand that this may offend some, and I and 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 that may just have to be the way it is because this is what the Bible says. The Bible is very clear about the issue of homosexuality. It's not an Old Testament issue or a New Testament issue. It's a whole Bible issue that the Bible uh, said man was created for woman, woman was created for man. Uh, that they they have a complementary. That's with an e complement, not not with an i complement, but a complementary relationship where the two together make the one whole. Therefore, man shall leave his father and mother, shall join unto his wife, cleave unto his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And what we have seen in our day is we have seen a absolute repudiation of the biblical understanding of male and female, an absolute repudi repudiation of the biblical understanding of marriage and we have seen even at the highest level of our courts we have we have profaned marriage we have done away even with the concept of of male and female because now gender is a choice and it is a fluid choice and so what what has happened is this breaks down to the very heart of God being God, God being sovereign, God choosing the way that men and women are to function and the way that a man and a woman are to be distinguished. And so the idea that these things are secondary things uh, is, a, uh, is, is something that cannot for in, in any way be defended and while he is going to try to defend this throughout this video I just wanted to say from the outset even if it's just these two things that he's wrong about I think these two things are enough to warrant a response and so that's part and parcel of why I'm doing this short series responding to uh, Mr. Wallace so we'll continue and let him speak for a little bit longer and uh and we'll see if we can't keep this under 20 minutes today. Followers of Jesus Christ must understand that every person who walks this earth possesses the image of God. For this reason, racism, 
sexism and homophobia are an assault on that very image of God. Notice right there. Uh, I don't disagree that every person who walks the earth bears the image of God, but notice what he did. He said racism, sexism, and homophobia. He is equating three different attitudes, all of which have to be defined within a context. Racism is defined within a context. And in you'll notice as we go through this, his understanding is, of racism is always uh, a burden that is a white burden. Only white people are racist. Only white people are uh, guilty of having the animus towards other races. And, uh, and you'll hear him uh, lay a lot of guilt at the feet of white people as racists. But racism is a real thing. Uh, there is, it is true that there are people who hate because of race, and that is true of white people, that is true of uh, black people, that is true of other uh, colored people. That they, 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 this, this idea of race um, and racism, there, there, is, there is a genuine issue of racism. And so that is one thing that he is saying here. He's saying um, racism, but then he says sexism. And again, you have to define what is sexism. I have been called a sexist because I do not believe women should be in the pulpit because the Bible is very clear that women are not supposed to be preachers of the word. As far as I understand, Mr. Uh, Wallace's wife is a preacher. So he would certainly disagree with me. And he would say I was sexist, even though I'm following the dictates of scripture, uh, which, which clearly teach that women ought not to be pastors. Uh, so again sexism racism they are um they are defined within a context but the, the the one that the real one to note is the the term homophobia because homophobia means to be uh, it, it has become to be mean to be afraid or fearful of homosexuals and this term is labeled anything that you say against homosexuality is homophobic. In fact, I have heard many people say the Bible is homophobic because the Bible speaks against homosexuality. And that is a very dangerous and untrue statement to make, uh, to say that the Bible is homophobic because the Bible is God's word. That would be essentially saying God is homophobic. Homophobia is a word that is used to attack people who take a biblical stance on sexuality, human sexuality, marriage. If you say that a man should not lay with another man, then people will say you're homophobic. That is not true. It's not a matter of being afraid. I'm not afraid of people who are who identify themselves as homosexuals. I'm not afraid of them, but I am, I am concerned for their soul because they are living in open rebellion against Almighty God. Therefore, they're living in a dangerous situation. And in the same way, a person who is, who is standing next to a ledge and there's a thousand foot cliff and at any moment they could fall off, I'm concerned for that person. I'm also concerned for the person who is living in habitual unrepentant 
sin and that's why I'm concerned for homosexuals in the same way that I would be concerned for people who were living in fornication in the same way I would be concerned for a person who lives as a violent person or a person who lives as a thief see the, the issue with homosexuality people say why do you make such a big deal about homosexuality it's not that we make such a big deal about homosexuality the issue is this homosexuality is one of the few sins that the world tries to say is not a sin you see if I were out trying to say that thievery was right and good everyone would say I was crazy if I was out saying murder was right and good everyone would say I was crazy if I was saying lying is right and good everyone would think I was crazy but if I say homosexuality is right and good people say oh what lofty wisdom it's not lofty wisdom it's false it's untrue and this is the thing that I'm most concerned about with Mr. Wallace because as we're going to see in uh, tomorrow's as we listen to more of what he has to say is ultimately he is attempting to downplay the sinful issues and replace them with social issues such as uh, global warming he's going to mention that and racism uh, uh, national, white nationalism and he's going to very very much attack uh, the president as a racist nationalist so uh, I hope you stay tuned for tomorrow's episode and I hope you are able to continue to listen with us as we continue to follow along on Mr. Wallace's remarks so this is what we're doing uh, this week on Coffee with a Calvinist thank you for listening to, to today's episode again my name is Keith Foskey and I have been your Calvinist May God bless you. Thank you for joining in for today's episode of Coffee with a Calvinist. Keep in mind, we have a new lesson available every weekday morning at 6.30 a.m. on YouTube and Facebook. If you enjoyed this lesson, please take a moment to respond by hitting the like button, leaving a comment, and subscribing to the channel. On behalf of Pastor Foskey, thank you for listening. May God bless you.